Hello, I'm Josh Widdicombe. And I'm Rob Beckett. Welcome to Parenting Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves and hopefully you feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or hopefully not. And we'll also be hearing from the listeners with your tips, advice and of course, tales of parenting woe. Because let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. Hello, you are listening to Parenting Hell with... Oh, Rob, everyone's a critic, mate. Everyone's a critic. Willicum. Well, Josh Willicum. Yeah, he um, loves Josh oh, Willicum. He doesn't like me. That's fine. You know, some people like it, some people don't. What are you going to do? Who was I th- that? I think the country's made the mind up about both of us, Rob. Uh, hi, guys. Congratulations on your baby son, Josh. Listen to the podcast beginning when I was pregnant, and now my daughter is almost one. I also have a two and a half year old son, Lewis. Um, we had always said your name to the podcast opener, but never intended to send. But now he's mentioning your names every time we're in the car. So I had to send this. Oh, that's nice. Thank you very much. And I'll, I'll work on it. I'll, I'll get it. I'll win him over one day. Yeah, exactly, Rob. Oh. Exactly. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Do you know what? He's not old enough to buy tickets yet anyway, Rob, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Once he starts getting a bit disposable income, I'm going to be all over him. <laughs> get my analytics on him. Um, Josh, I can't, oh, my, mate. we sound horrific. I'm so hungover. Everyone in the country's got a weird voice. How are you? Yeah. Okay. So we've got a lot to talk about. Let, let's give everyone a rundown. Basically we've rebranded. It's now Parenting Hell. It's now Parenting Hell. Right. So we can talk about that. It's not locked down anymore, guys. It's not locked down anymore. Freedom Day's coming, but you probably still have to wear a mask or whatever, but let's not get bogged down by it, the ins it's and outs of our, it. It's not our area to discuss that kind of thing, Rob, anymore. No, we don't do lockdown stuff. We're not, lo- we're not the lockdown guys. We just do parenting badly. That's what exactly. we do. Exactly. And um, yeah, so that's done. We've got a rebrand, probably, probably you know, a, a funky new uh, look or poster. Yeah, we've got a funky they- new look, Michael. No, I think we just took the lockdown off. Oh, okay. We? We've not got a funky new look. Okay, <laughs> no, no, no. Well, you know, exactly the same look, but the, the title's changed. Yeah. But um, that's that's happened, and we're going to talk about the Euros for five minutes, and then we'll get into how the parenting's been going. Um, if you don't want to hear about the Euros... I, I think they kind of intercept in my life. Oh, we should say, if anyone is watching the Euro final on catch-up, <laughs> that's, uh, just skip this bit. And, oh, um, you don't do it, it guys. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't oh, do it. It's horrible. Don't do it feel, my body, I feel like if anyone, you know, I've, I've gone to a lot of the games. If I don't know if any, if people on it only listen to podcasts and don't follow me and Josh on social media, we both went to the Germany game and then I went to Denmark and the final. And I, my body, I feel like I've done a summer in Magaluf. My body's broken. Mate, Rose said to me just about 20 minutes ago, she was like, we've got to get back to normal life now. Oh. Rob, I, I've had. Pizza for the last four main meals. <laughs> lunch, dinner, lunch, dinner, pizza every time. That is not acceptable. I've been pissed every two or three days. Yeah. So like like stag do pissed. Because the problem is, like last night is a, it's a prime example. The nerves made me drink uh, fast. Yes, yes, 100%. That's my biggest, that is my biggest problem is nervous fast drinking. 
Yeah, because I wouldn't... If I drank like that normally, it would be problematic. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I, also, I've become just the drunk bloke. I'm not Oliver Reed. I turned up... <laughs> I, I feel like I've lived in another dimension, right? I went on the Peter Crouch show after the final that we lost and yeah. everyone was depressed. Did you know who one of the guests were? Ooh. My Uber driver from three weeks ago. No way. They got him ran on. Oh, wow. And it, but he never went. And then they started asking him what was his favourite goal of the tournament. <laughs> like, love him, ran to pieces. But you don't want him as a pundit after the Euro final just because he drove me home pissed once. But I was, was in the pub. I woke up this morning to find that I just sent out an Instagram of a picture of me in the pub pointing at a TV with you on. <laughs> sent out an Instagram. <laughs> sent out an Instagram. Sent a telegram. <laughs> From the Queen. Well, I I feel all right today. I just I'm like what Rose said. Me and Lou were doing really well with healthy eating. I wasn't eating carbs. I wasn't drinking. I literally hadn't drunk for three months properly. And yeah. and now, but now we are we we we're doing like meal prepping. We're doing planning. My kids, the way my kids look at me, I feel like you know like the, like a drunk in a in a like in, in Emmerdale, and then the, the kids will go, oh, Daddy, I'll walk myself to school then, shall I? And I'm just like rolling about in my own filth. <laughs> It's horrible. Oh, man. So I took my daughter to nursery this morning. Yeah, so you're, you are really struggling, Josh. I can sense I'm this. in a bad way. And uh, <laughs> my brother, who was staying because of the game, mm-hmm. um, is that allowed? Oh, God, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> he was camped in the garden, right? But... <laughs> What is allowed? I mean, I've I never been so anymore. close. Wembley, I mean, if I haven't got COVID, it don't exist. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my tests and it's not... I must be fucking riddled. <laughs> so, <sighs> my brother, because my brother doesn't drink, uh, he drove... I'd normally drive my daughter to nursery this morning, but I couldn't yeah. drive because I was just obviously over the limit. <laughs> so he drove me and my daughter to nursery and then I came back. And now I'm going to send you a picture, right? Okay. So this is what I came back to. Because my brother lives in Wales, right? So he was driving back. Oh, so he had to drive back to Wales today? Yeah. Has he um, left already? He's left this morning, oh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, he doesn't drink, though, so he's all right. Yeah, okay. Like that. Is that allowed? <laughs> what is allowed? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I literally don't know now. Like what is a what, I, when you when you've seen a man shove a flare up his ass? Oh my god! In a crowd, and you just sort of think, what are the rules? How is Lloyd Griffith? <laughs> <laughs> he was so sad. Poor bloke was so oh. sad. We were all sad. Oh um, god! So that picture I've shown you, yeah, that is Tom Parry, uh, lockdown yeah. parenting hell. I uh, sorry, parenting hell legend. He looks really sad. Yeah, that is the moment that my wife this morning, because he was getting a lift back with my brother, because <laughs> oh, Harry lives in Exeter, he was getting a lift down the M4 with my brother, so he came to our house to get the lift. That is the moment that my wife explained to him that he was caught pissing in our garden last night. <laughs> oh, my God, he looks so sad. Also, there's a bit of toast been eaten on that table in such a weird way. Oh, that's my daughter doesn't eat the crusts. Oh, right. Okay, that makes sense. Because <laughs> yeah. it looks like it's that bloke. So that's your brother. That I don't. Who's doing a scratch card? Is he doing a he's scratch doing, card? He's doing, he's doing one of those parking scratch cards. Oh, right. I was going to say, what a scene that is. <laughs> God. We'll pop it on our Instagram. Yeah, a little uh, mask in the middle of the table. They're inside. Is that allowed? Who knows? <laughs> I, I should ask Rob. Yeah. How has it felt? to be 
suddenly catapulted to being the face of English football fans. Obviously, <laughs> in the last 24 hours, you don't want to represent English football fans, no. obviously. And well, look, you don't stand for any of that kind of stuff. No, Let's well, be very clear on that. Well, that's what I found disappointing because up until it was like, you know, last night at the game, it was like horrific because people just went to Wembley without a ticket. So, so did and- you see any of that stuff? Yeah, so basically, people were breaking through the barriers to try and get to, to the stadium. You have to go basically one ring of barrier to show your your test, mm. your test result, yeah. and then that validates your ticket. And then once you get through there, you go through the turnstiles with your ticket. So yeah. what was happening was it was so busy they're just letting people through, but without validating their tests, they were trying to get in, but then couldn't get in at the turnstile. So some people were being turned away to go and get their ticket validated, and then some people were trying to get in without a ticket. People's phones were dead. People were like on the floor begging people. For power banks, I charged up two geezers' phones with my power bank trying to Amazing. get Amazing! So it was it was a carnage, but it was it, I think because it was Sunday night and people have been drinking for like weeks. Essentially, yeah. it just all went to a crescendo. And as Lou said, it wasn't the right side of lad. You've no. got to keep it the right yeah. side of lad, and I think I have. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I had a few drinks, but I kept it the right. You remember behaving lad. badly, you're Martin Clunes. Well, uh, yeah, I'm I'm a meme now, Josh, basically, <laughs> and I've, I've I basically. I wore that little bucket hat and stuff to go to the football in good faith against Germany. And now when I put it on, I feel like Mrs. Brown pulling her stockings up. <laughs> Fucking character act. People have been stopping me. Can I get a photo? You're the drunk man from the internet. How the fuck? How's that my legacy? Oh, wow. What have I become? I'm the Everything drunk Everything that you've done. Oh, I know. All that you've been hard nominated work. for a BAFTA, mate. Come on, all that hard work on no wedding day winners, 50 greatest plastic surgery shockers and E4, all that great <laughs> solid gold stuff. Nothing. I'm just a drunk guy now. But, oh. um, yeah, but it's weird to be sort of, you know, because people know who you are if you've done a podcast with mm. telly. But when you do something like that, it was the day after that Germany game when that first story went out, it was just ridiculous. Like I couldn't, couldn't walk yeah. down the street. It was insane. But then it calmed down a bit. But then also I felt too much pressure to do other stories. And, if, if people on that give like Instagrammers shit, it's really hard doing content. There's so yeah, much pressure because there's then, nothing that happens normally. <laughs> exactly, my life's so boring. Life's you boring and shit. You can't, you can't replicate it. That's actually out my nut. Anyway, wait, yeah, if fun. you if you lived like you lived at the Germany game for a week, you'd oh, be dead, uh, mate. A hundred percent dead. It was awful. Like, but I what what oh. a following on Instagram you'd have, Rob. Oh mate, yeah, they, they're flying up, but like they'll probably they'll probably all leave him when they realise it was the boring bloke who has children shouting at him all the time. <laughs> it's so funny though. I had to do like for Zoe Ball show. She went, "Oh, can you do some audio clips?" And I'm and it's all me going on in the stadium, looking forward to it. Oh no, they've scored, and then nothing. So God knows what she played on the show, but I couldn't bear <laughs> to send her another clip. But yeah, I'm I'm happy to be a, the a, the uh, the drunk England fan. But it was yeah. it was fun. Well, it, it was an amazing couple of weeks. But I couldn't keep it up. I just, I'm too, I've got to see my kids. I've, I've, to be fair, I only missed one school run out of oh, all, the, all of the Euros. And I just, but that's because it was a late game, the Denmark game. They went to extra time and I didn't get into like three in the morning because I couldn't get a cab. It was so busy. So oh, I only man. missed one school run. But Lou has really, when you talk about mental load this week, I'd, I'd say if it's out of a hundred, she's operating at one hundred and five percent of our mental load. Oh wow! Because <laughs> I've done, I have not pulled my weight, but this You're week back. I'm back. I'm on it, mate. We're going for it. I'm, I'm back in the game, Josh. Raring to parent. That's good. If I could give you a parenting tip, Rob. Yeah. Uh, as the Qatar World Cup approaches next year. <laughs> yeah. Do not have a baby the month before the Qatar World Cup. Yeah, so how? So I've, it's been, Lou's had to do a bit more of the 
Well, to be fair, it's not too fair in my defence. I have been going out getting drunk for the games. So there's been a few, I've had a few nights out. But then I'm on it in between the games. So I've not, and it's easier because ours are five and three. But how's it been with you and Rose balancing, enjoying the games? Uh, eight, seven weeks old this week. Five weeks old for the Germany game. Um, do you know what? the England Can game we ha- talk about what happened to you after the Germany game? What happened to me after the Germany game? Well, in the morning, how hungover you were. You fainted and hit your head. Oh, my God, I fainted, yeah. <laughs> and you text me saying, thank you for being so hungover. It's Mate, taking the heat off your the road. Instagram story absolutely saved me because <laughs> I was in the dog. I went to the toilet at 5am, right? And I've never done this before. I started having a piss and I thought, I don't feel, I, I, this, I'm in a too bad a way to continue this piss. Yeah. And I stopped having a piss. I just stopped myself because I was like, I feel I've got to go back to bed. I can't finish this piss. I've never done that before in my life. No one's ever not finished a piss. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm sorry. And then. So how how do you even stop a piss? I don't know. I just stopped a piss. I just, I don't know what was going on. Right. I think you should get your prostate checked, mate. Yeah. And then the next thing I remember, I was on the floor on the other side of the bedroom. Oh, no. And I'd fallen into the window, which so luckily was covered with curtains, and I'd hit the right, and I was just lying on the floor. And Rose had what? I just blacked out or something. It was mad. And then I was like sweating on the floor. <laughs> Rose, let's be clear, didn't even get out of bed. She just talked to me while I was on the floor for five minutes. I said, Come on, mate. Did you hurt your head? Did you cut your head or anything? No, I was, I, I was, I was luckily because the curtains are quite, they're quite heavy velvet, Rob. Oh, of course they are. Of course they are. Absolutely. But I, that, yeah, I'm not going to lie, Rob. Uh, oh, there we go. That's there five pounds in the bloody. I, I think they'll let you off. You're hungover. Yeah. We've had a tough few weeks. Also, we stopped doing this for a rest. I'm oh, mate, and I feel so much worse. <laughs> yeah. I feel awful. Um, Serves us right. Yeah, so Sorry. I was lying on the floor, yeah. and then Rose was, I was like, I might just go to sleep here. And Rose was like, you can't just go to sleep on the floor. <laughs> but I, like my, I was sweating because my body had gone into shock or something. I don't know what happened. And then I, I got back into bed, and I couldn't get back to sleep because I was like, oh, my God, that was so mad. And Rose was quite angry, and then she watched your Instagram stories, and I was back in the good books. Yeah, I mean, like the, the end, like the end part of a pandemic. Fingers crossed. And it's oh, whenever I say stuff like that, I really worry when someone listens to this in three years' time and goes, "Yeah, what they didn't know was how good uh, it was yeah. going to happen." Shake the bloody R, right? <laughs> um, and uh, um, yeah, but I think it comes around now and again. And we've just let our hair down. We've had a busy, horrible couple of years, and we just had fun. And now we're being healthy. And going to be yeah. professional, Josh, aren't we? Totally. So let me tell you how difficult it is to have a child during the Euros. <laughs> okay. It's the evening games that are the problem, Rob. <laughs> because he wouldn't sleep in the evening games. Oh, okay. So, five, I love five o'clock games. were my favourite at the Euros. Yeah, five o'clock games are fine for me. I love the two o'clocks, mate. I wish they hadn't dropped them. They they should have kept the bloody two o'clocks. <laughs> the group stage was fine. Once we got to the quarters, that's when I was in trouble, right? <laughs> These 8pm games where I was in a dark room rocking a baby who wouldn't go to sleep and was screaming. And these people that say, I just listen to podcasts and stuff. I couldn't listen to a podcast because my baby was screaming. So instead, 
I'm walking up and down a, a dark room. He's got uh, reflux, right? Oh, no. Oh, no, yeah. And um, he's screaming, and I'm trying to follow the 8 p.m. games. Do you remember that night of the France group ending, that amazing France group ending? Oh, yeah, with the Germany and Portugal. And, yeah. yeah. So I'm watching it on my phone, right? And the problem is your phone is, because it's going through iPlayer, it's slower than people's TVs, right? Oh, so you're behind. You and obviously oh, yeah. the thing you're watching on is the thing that people are messaging you on. So yeah. everyone is messaging about every. You can't watch it on a phone where you're getting messages about what's happening ahead of time when you're watching. Oh, yeah. It's the, it's oh, the worst no. piece of kit because you're looking at the screen and then it's coming up with like, oh, my God, I can't believe that or whatever. Yeah. The only thing worse than that is if you've got like French or German neighbours that cheer. Yeah. Because we've got some Belgians I, I thought you were going to stop road. that as just uh, the only thing worse than that is if you've got French or German neighbours. <laughs> so we've been getting a lot of takeaways, Rob, for obvious reasons. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, I've put on a, I think I've put a stone on. Oh, mate. And my England shirt looked much better in the group stages. Can't so let's do put my it jacket up. My jacket that I wore for the first game could do up. Can't do it up now. That is mental. It's been two weeks. <laughs> Fuck's sake. So I got home I, uh, one day and uh, Rose's friends, Susanna and James, were here. And they, um, they'd they all been for lunch. And it was like 5 p.m. So Rose was like, oh, we're going to have to do this. go and get my daughter and then do bedtime. Susanna and James had a couple of drinks over lunch. They were like, oh, we might just go for a drink in the, in the area around here. So then, I forget about this, and then about 7pm, 8.30, what the fuck is going on in my mind? <laughs> 7 or 8pm. 7 or 8pm, yeah, cool. I think I'm going to go out and pick up a takeaway from the local Turkish restaurant. You, Josh, you sound like you're about to die. Are you all right? I'm just it's so, really it's just been tough. Off. <laughs> it's really been tough. I'm just remembering this. I'd been in, in the bedroom in the dark being screamed at for an hour. Yep. Um, and uh, Also, the baby was there. Uh, but um, <laughs> that's why people are tuning into this podcast, that kind that of gift. throwaway stuff. Is we it? do that joke, what, once every three weeks? Yeah, but it's always good. It's always good gear. <laughs> I walked out of the, the house and it was you like... Don't even know where you are. Oh, no, God. sorry. So I'm going to get this takeaway. Right, I've been in this takeaway. dark room being screamed yeah, at. Yeah. And I walk out the house and it's still sunny. <laughs> and I walk past the local Italian and Susanna and James are on a, a table outside sharing a bottle of rosé. And I just looked at them with so much hate. <laughs> I've never, like, and I, they didn't even spot me. They were just having a lovely time. <laughs> And I just walked past, got the takeaway, and then walked back into the dark room to return to being screamed at. And it was, I was like, what is my life? <laughs> it was just, the Euros was just, every night was just being screamed at by a baby. It was, and do you know what? The England games were fine. Because, uh, and I should thank Night Nanny's Essex, because we got Night Nanny's for the England games, Rob. Oh. Oh, like babies, what do they do, night nannies? And are they there all night. So, just... so, so turn up at eight pm. Yep. Uh, and they look after. They looked after the baby, and I, I'd highly recommend it because it was the best money I've spent in my life. So it's sort of like a babysitter, but for a newborn. So that you, yeah, you're overnight. in the house with them. Yeah, you're in the, the house, and they'll bring them to you if they need feeding or whatever. Oh, okay. Oh, that's good. So, it was 8 so you got them for the England. Eight pm till six pm, six am. 
Oh, okay. Oh, the six a.m. is brutal, though, isn't it? Imagine if they just kick off bang on six. Uh, oh, they do. <laughs> but it allowed us to go. We're not for the England games. Yes, because otherwise you're not. You're not. No one's enjoying it. Then you're both worried. Yeah. About the At least you go. There's someone in charge of the baby. Let's just sit and watch the game. Oh, that's oh cool. my god, it was amazing. <laughs> it was pure freedom, Rob. Um, so. They they were fine the the England games. Yeah. Um, How's your tired? Are you get apart from being a bit tired from the Euros. You getting much sleep, or is or is he waking up a lot? He's waking up every hour and a half, two hours. Oh oh god. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. Can, can, I tell you what, I mean, we normally save this for the 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 the, the Friday episode, but I've got a, this might make you feel better about tiredness. Yeah. You know, because you're so tired. I think someone said uh, on on being more tired than Josh. We're trying to find people that are more tired than yeah. you, aren't we? Yeah. There we go. So now, when my now two and a half year old was only a few weeks old, I had to go to the dentist for a filling. I was dreading it, thinking, what if she starts crying in the pram whilst I'm in the middle of getting my filling done? Oh my god! But I got there. Lay in the chair and immediately fell asleep and slept for nearly the entirety of the appointment. Absolutely amazing. So the baby was asleep in the pram. That is astonishing. The the the, 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 the Laura, the woman who's emailed in, fell asleep completely. The whole at procedure at the dentist. At the dentist, and then once once it had finished, the dentist let her sleep in the chair for another hour. With what? The baby sleeping next to her because she didn't have an appointment, so she just left her in the chair. <laughs> The dentist was very nice. And she said she didn't want to wake me at the end. And she figured I must be tired because I'd slept through the drilling bit. That is a <laughs> Poor Laura, sleeping through a oh, filling. Oh, man, alive. That is amazing. Imagine, oh, God. That, <laughs> that is just sleeping amazing. Sleeping through a filling. Well done, Laura. Does that make you feel a bit better, Josh? Yeah. I mean. Why don't you go and get filling? Oh, well, I'm tempted, Rob. I'm tempted. Oh man. Um, we should. Oh, I, I went. I, I went to the doctor's the other day, Josh. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I had to have a finger up my ass. What? My first ever medical finger. Have you had a medical finger up the bum? Um, no, no. Um... I don't know why I needed to pause on that. <laughs> you'd think you'd remember. All's fine. Um, but um, you had to double check something, and yeah. um, it's quite the experience, Josh. But it's got to be done. I'm too young for a prostate, but the geezer. I went in there. Um, Asian doctor, so I had to speak about Ramesh for half an hour just beforehand. Always happens. <laughs> if, you thought, if you thought Ramesh was popular, you meet an Asian guy, especially Sri Lankan. He's like God. Oh my God. Can you imagine what Sri Lankan people think of Ramesh? Oh my God. They love him, right? But obviously, I'm in there and he doesn't really know he's got to do this yet because you put all your stuff into a into um, like an email. He looks on the screen to see what's, what, what's up. So he's chatting, going, oh, it's great, isn't it? When you went and saw you saying Bolt, blah, blah, blah. and he looks at the screen and went, okay. The gear shift from banter of Ramesh to the finger up the bum was... The, I've never seen... I'm, I was, and I'm sitting there waiting for the gear shift, thinking, how is he going to deal with this? Because he's got to go to it. Anyway, he went, he went, while I'm up there, I'll give the uh, prostate a check as well. And I'm like, while, they, while you're up there, you're not nipping to the fucking shops, mate. Um, anyway, all was all right, but um, just a bit of a vibe. I thought it would be... Um, Which chat- finger does he use? I didn't see. I was. I was. Be, I was no. just turned away. Feel? I was turned away like a. You know, like when a, that you a rescue dog when it first arrives at Battersea. <laughs> I was curled up on the bed like that, and I thought it would be shallow and slow, but it's yeah. deep and quick, Josh. Is it? He spins you around like a Harlem Globetrotter with a basketball. 
<laughs> no, I a bit like it. But um, and he checked the prostate. But yeah, so it was actually all right in the end. It wasn't too bad. I was really dreading it because it's quite uh, scary. Yeah. It? So if you are, if you're anyone listening, get a little finger up your ass. Um, it's better to be on the safe side. That's my. It's better to be on the safe side. Get the finger up the ass, guys. That's what we need to talk about as well, Josh. When you come round for uh, my kids' little garden party that we had, because they couldn't have birthday parties oh, yeah. in um, yep. in the winter, they had a little garden party. Your daughter had quite a monumental moment, didn't she? What did she? When? What? What did she eat? Her first ever. She she ate her first ever happy meal, Rob. She'd never have a happy meal until she came to Beckett Towers. There we go. There's only one reason to visit, really, isn't it? It's for did the. Did she ha- like it? She did enjoy it, Rob. She did enjoy it, didn't she? But that was the first ever one. I felt bad when I don't. I don't like to be the first one. Do you know what I mean? No, don't worry about that. You suddenly realise when all the children together how much they prefer the, their friends to you. Oh yeah, but that's good though, isn't it? Really, it's amazing. You, yeah, but we're boring, aren't we? That we're they're much more fun. The kids yeah, are their we're own rubbish age. in their li- in their eyes because we're not. We're not up for pretending to be Elsa, really, if we're honest with ourselves. No. I mean, I'll sing, but I won't put the dress on. No, exactly. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I didn't realise when you go to parties, all the kids kind of look after themselves because they're yeah. all just interested in each other. I didn't yeah, know but, this. But going forward, Josh, when they go to school, the way we did their party, we did a, a party for, for the girls, the parents drop the kid off and you say, drop them off from two till five. So drop them off at two and then you come back at five oh and then you've got word. free house to yourself. Oh, my word. Very interesting drop-offs. Some people were like, oh, can I just come in, come in and see if she's settled? Some people literally like <laughs> chuck about the car and boot it off. <laughs> really interesting. How did it feel to have that kind of responsibility? At one point, I was like, if we lost one, I wouldn't know. Because <laughs> it's like, there's so many of them and they're so busy and they're just everywhere that it's like, oh God. And then, but I was, I just kept on counting them all the time. Yeah. Just to make sure. But there's no one for them to go in our house. We've sort of got all gates up and stuff um, yeah. down the sides. So they can't even get down like the alley of the, the house type of thing. So, you know, they, they were all there. But it was interesting seeing them all like drop was, off. Was and there stuff. any child that you don't know crying situations? No, they're not. No, not really. They're all fine because because they're all the same. It's like they're all the same class. We just basically had her class come, yeah. so they're all the same and like age, and they all know each other. So it was quite easy. A bit. Of, my youngest. It's hard for the youngest though because she was sort of trying to be pally with them all, but she's like a couple of years younger. So it was hard. So I felt a bit like next time I'd get her to bring one of her mates from preschool so yeah. that they can play because she was trying to get in, but she wasn't really part of it. But um, but yeah, yeah. So oh, oh yeah. I'm talking of that. I'm now officially in a new WhatsApp group called year one dads oh mate how is all it all the school dads i mean so it's just the dads there's one for the mums there's one for the dads i don't know very, why I'm, very, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not i'm not i'm taking a very step back approach to admin with yeah. my kids school and i just sort of know that i won't do anything and at some point I'll, I'll be bullied into doing a gig and that's fine by me yeah but not now so basically um the people are up for a drink we're going to the pub you going to the pub? They're going. To, they go organising a pub. Oh, are you going to go, Rob? Catch up. Yeah, but my problem is, I've really got a. It's hard to judge what level of Rob Beckett you give them. Basically. Don't wear, don't the, wear the bucket you. hat, Rob. Don't wear the bucket <laughs> hat. I wear one. What do you get when you graduate? I wear that hat. A mortarboard. Mortarboard. <laughs> I wear a mortarboard. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm going. I'll, I'll let you know how that goes. Um, oh, one, oh, I need to talk. I need to have a little vent because you know I'm saying it's, it's a bit easier with my kids being old now. Bedtime has turned into a fucking war zone. Isn't oh it? no, absolute nightmare. So two things are happening, right? 
One, yep. they're just not going to sleep, right? Oh, so no. we've tried all different things. They just keep coming downstairs, chancing their arm, tuck me in again, tuck me in again. And for some reason, the three-year-old's got really clingy. So now, whenever we leave the house, if I'm like, all right, I'm off to work now, normally they'd give me a kiss or whatever, and then they'd go, oh, can we shut the door? And they'd open the door and shut the door. Now, the, the, the older one don't, don't care, really. The three-year-old is crying, going, kiss and a hug, kiss and a hug, and just constantly sort of so like, real like weird attachment issues oh. to the point sometimes where she just like scream like, like, like mad screaming you know like the first day you sort of drop them at a preschool and they go mental and you just have to walk away from them it's like that but I'm leaving her at home she's at home with like her mum and sister but just goes absolutely ape shit oh my god and screaming the other day I had to like jump in a cab because I was late and I could hear her like screaming as I was like 50 metres down the road with the cab window open oh my word and I don't and so what's going on there then I don't know I don't know but because obviously I've been at home and me and Lou have both been at home near enough non-stop, like everyone, for the last 18 months. And she, when we first went into lockdown, she was only just two. But then she's going to preschool like three yeah. times a week. But she, And she goes into preschool fine. But this weird thing now, if like one of us goes off, she just goes into full meltdown. But I don't know if it's oh temper or being, or being a bit naughty or she's just three. But she yeah. was so chilled. And she'll go and stay at her grandparents, stuff like that. But I just don't know what to do because... And you That's mad. Yeah, and, and it's not like we're leaving her with someone she doesn't know. No. I'm just literally leaving her with her mum. Or oh, Luke, and she does it to both of us. And then, oh, but yeah, bedtime, bedtime's falling apart. They're oh, no. Not, it's just not happening. And they're just so tired. I think we're doing too much with them because we're packing the days for. And I think they get a bit too wound up and they can't sort of de-escalate because we're constantly our house so is what so are you busy. doing well our house is so busy and i've got we've both got big families and they do a lot of classes you know like there's a ballet yeah. camp and gymnastics camp and football and they go swimming and it's quite they've got quite busy weeks and then they've been going away they went to like a zoo uh, like port lymph on saturday with Lou and her parents and stuff. And so the, the, I think they're doing a little bit too much and they're all a little bit amped up. And I think they need a bit of quiet time of doing nothing. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. that, yeah, that's what I think, but I don't, I don't know. But yeah, oh, I, I don't know why she's going so mad. Like proper, like distraught screaming. Oh as if God. like, yeah, yeah. But and then are you worried about like going back out on tour and all that kind of stuff? Like it feels weird when I go away and work. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I, th- I think so a little bit, but I'm I'm sort of trying to not work too much because I think I was working too much and it wasn't uh, wasn't good for like the family of me being away that much. But when you're yeah. in the middle of it, you can't see the wood for the trees. Like before, yeah. I'll do whatever anyone said for work. Rob, you've got to go up to Manchester for three nights. I'm like, okay, absolutely. And I didn't want to rock the boat because I was so worried that yeah. if I did, I wouldn't get rebooked. Or I'd, as a freelancer, you don't want to be yeah. difficult because then they just get someone else. Yeah, of course. But now I've been more like, oh, yep, yeah, I can do that if it means that I get up there late on the first, on the Monday, do all like the, so for example, I did a, a pilot for a TV thing and they, you know, they want you up there for like two or three nights. But I said, I can't do that, but I can come up on the Monday afternoon. So I've seen the kids in the morning and stuff and got them off to school, do the rehearsal the night before, then on the day, the next stay over one night on the next day, do the show and then jump in a car or a, a train to get back that night so I'm yeah. knackered and getting in late but at least I get to I've only, I'm only away one night so I think I'm just trying to trying to do that more rather than just be sort of put family before work I know? totally agree like you feel this kind of situation where you're like you you feel like you don't want to be away don't you I but obviously in the current situation Rob yeah I, I also feel like a huge guilt if I'm working in the evening and Rose is in the dark room with the screaming child yeah yeah of to course. the point 
I did I did celebrity tipping point, Rob. Oh yeah. Think, oh yeah. I can't that? tell you how it went, Rob. Obviously that's I did uh, Stephen Mulhern's rolling in it. Oh yeah. That's coming out as well, but I can't see how that went. Oh my god, this is like a weird ITV big dick quiz competition off. <laughs> actually, yeah, I do some I do some work as well. I, mate. Did, I was... did the chase. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, have you done the chase? I've not done the chase, Rob. Yes, I've done the chase. Beat the cinnamon, he's still annoyed about it. Did you? You beat yeah. the cinnamon. I think um, I should have gambled. Anyway, carry on. So I did um tipping point and it was filming at 10 a.m in bristol they were like we can get you a lovely hotel in bristol and then you can come in the morning mm. booked that all up and then like two days before i was like i just can't leave rose to, yeah to do this in on her own in the evening with the bad sleep as well yeah and so i took the alternative option rob oh, and the alternative option was the 6 a.m train from paddington oh my god and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you. There we go. It was brutal. <laughs> right. So Abs- here's here's my take on this. Right. Yeah. I totally agree because you don't want to like you know you want to be there during the night and help. But However, what am I what am I achieving, Rob? What are you achieving apart from when you get back from tipping point or whatever it is your tipping point? You're both going to be exhausted. So yeah. my argument would be if you go that night before and have the hotel. And then you're up and fresh and do tipping point. You've had a good night's sleep. You've done some work. And then you come home. You're going to become home refreshed and ready to parent. And then you could even say to well, what me and Lou do, because I do go away with work a lot. I'll say to her, like on Saturday, she did it. Um, and I had the kids was you go out with friends and stay in a hotel, even though it's not for work, but have a bit yeah. of you time. And in that way, it's even then. So you yeah. get that, you can enjoy that time rather than feeling guilty at our hotel in Bristol for work. And she can, and then Rose can do it at another point. Yeah. But I don't know if she's, if she's still breastfeeding, that's well, a bit I, difficult. I think, yeah, I think that would have been the logical way to do it. It was almost like, it wasn't, it was almost like my own inbuilt guilt yes. stopped me doing it. So I, I ended up, so I had to set my alarm for 5am. Oh my God, to go to Bristol. To go to Bristol. It's not like you're flying somewhere. But I, no, no, but, exactly. What time did you get I, back then? I was back by like 2 p.m. Fucking hell, what a morning that is. It was mad. <laughs> you must have been on that train just going, what is my... This happened to me <laughs> once, right? I got a train to the, this place. I was doing a preview and I think it was somewhere like Hemel Hempstead or something like that, right? It took about an hour on the train. I, I got the train, right? And the train arrived at 10 to 8. I got off the train, walked five minutes to a venue... My show was at eight o'clock, right? I did an hour on stage and then left the stage and then got on the five past nine train home. And I was like, I was I was on the train longer than I was at the gig. <laughs> you know, you just sometimes you just sit on a train going, how's that? So you? just imagine you on the train back to Paddington at one o'clock going, I've just done television. It is so weird. You're just like God, is this how I should work all the time? Just get get all my work done. I'm I'm done by t- eleven a.m. Well, it was just that's surreal. What, that's what I'm struggling with a bit because of lockdown. And I've, you know, if you don't work in the evenings or work shifts, right? And you've got kids, you're you're in bed by nine ten, aren't you? Really? It just it yeah. just grinds you down. You're knackered. But now I'm back on tour. I went out and did a gig the other night, and I was leaving the house at six, and I went to Lou. I can't do this. She went, what, 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 you worried about doing gigs? Well, no, I can do the gigs. The shows are going really well. I love doing comedy. I'm good at it. I just can't work in the evening. I can't <laughs> physically. <laughs> the thought of going out and starting work at eight till 10 is like, it's, oh. I've just got to get back into it. But I was like, Jesus Christ, I've been up at six. It's, it's, I can't do it. 
We did a last leg at 11pm the other day because of the England-Scotland game. But, but, what time, what, do you know what time Peter Crouch's show started? Oh, mate. Five past 12. What? Five past 12 at midnight for half an hour. Oh, oh my, my God, word. Poor sod. It was so hard for him to try and get any energy up after that. I am. Um, I, I, so when we do last leg, I used to stay and drink, right? Yeah. But now there's no green room, right? Obviously now for obvious reasons. Um, but there's like these picnic tables outside the BBC where people hang around. I, I finished the show <laughs> and after about 10 minutes, the energy has so drained from me that I just get in the car and this is, this is pathetic, Rob. I put, I got put my headphones in. And I was like, none of the music that I like. I can't think of any band I like that is of a low energy enough for me to enjoy it at this point. And I just wrote the words into Spotify: relaxing classical. <laughs> it's horrible. You got you're so tired. You don't. You, when you get so tired, you lose your personality. Yeah. yeah like, who am I? Yeah, I'm just, I, I do that all the time. I was like, what is it that I like? I don't know what I like anymore. Especially with like food and stuff. Because you just go wherever it's easy for the kids. When I'm left to my own devices, I don't know what it is I do. (laughs) What is it I do when I'm not at work or looking after the kids? And then every every time I come back from the last leg, obviously it's like half 12 or whatever. And you're going through Shoreditch and you're... I'm literally sat in a car listening to Relaxing Classical <laughs> and there's the piss heads in the street, Rob. And you're like, you need to move. You need to move. It's too It's too much fun there for you. You just want a Relaxing Classical. These people, I just want a Relaxing Classical. You need a I market want, town, mate. I just want to pour myself a long bath, <laughs> have a flake and relax. <laughs> you, want to be, you want Anthea Turner's life. Yeah, I want to be Anthea Turner. That's who I want to be, mate. Um, right, um, we've been blabbling on for ages. Oh, um, sorry, we, yeah. No, it's all right. We, we, I'll tell you what, let's do I've got this one Instagram story. I might make you feel better um, yeah. about parenting lows. This yeah. guy, um, anonymous. Um, don't know why, it's nothing too bad. Um, this is a, this is anyone else that's struggling at the moment. Parenting lows. Just listen to the app about being tired and this... Just listen to the ep about being tired and the discussion on parenting low points. We have a new baby boy. I was so tired last week. I burst out crying because I convinced myself my son couldn't understand English. (laughs) And maybe he spoke a different language to us and we now can't communicate. This is the best bit. He's seven weeks old. Oh dear! Please send in any more uh, uh, parenting yeah. points, or if anyone's more tired than Josh or the lady that fell asleep during the dentist when, appointment. When, when we were at a, a low ebb last, not last night, the night before. Yep. Rose googled how long should a seven-week-old be sleeping for, yep. and it didn't help. What's the answer? Well, the, the internet said they could do up to six hours in a row. And what you want? What every one, one, and, one, and, one and a half hours. One and a half to two hours, yeah. That is that is really bad. Yeah. What? When does it change? It can't get much worse than that with them just being awake all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know when it changes, mate. I think you. When does it change? I do think is that I think baby sleeping is luck of the draw. There's yeah. certain things you can do to help or make it worse, but some are good sleepers and some aren't. So don't beat yeah. yourself up about it. Surrender I'm not beating myself it. up. I, I I I just I just need it to change. I just need it to change, Rob. <laughs> 
Oh my god! Right. Someone needs to do something about this. <laughs> Someone, this has got to stop. This this is this unacceptable. Has got to stop. You've got to, you've got to make a stand. Although start my friend, my friend's got a baby uh, who is four months who sleeps through, oh. but his three year old is such a bad sleeper that it makes the the good sleeping baby a completely useless. Oh yeah, it's a non starter. His three year old the other day started the day at ten past four a.m. A.M. Ten past effing four. My mum reckons I woke up at four a.m. every day for um, <laughs> uh, six years. Oh my god! Yeah. She oh also my had god. A, a, a one that was a bro- my other brother was six years older than me, and another one two years younger than me, and I woke up at four a.m. every day. Oh my god! <laughs> and now you've got the cheek to do a parenting podcast <laughs> where you complain about your own children. She's savage with me though. If I ever moan, she goes, "Yep." <laughs> She loves it. She really enjoys the fact that when mine uh, get up early and says, uh, you're right, like I had any control over it. Oh, dear. But we've got a small business shout out, Josh. Oh, I was just going to sort you, Rob Beckett. Oh, you got, oh, no. Oh, God, there's going to be so many of them after the Euros. Oh, well, come on. Tuesday evening, some friends and I were leaving Wembley. Okay. All obviously on cloud nine. Okay. As we walked around the oh, ground towards God. the tube station, a mate of mine splintered off. He had a brief exchange with another fan and walked back over with an expression that was half smiling, half shocked. <laughs> when asking oh, what had oh, happened, no, no, don't. I presume you've got no memory of this, Rob. No, I, look, I, I spoke to a lot of people at the yeah, football, I bet, yeah. and also they are England fans are very drunk and loud. Yeah, so my, I was in, I was in, I was in, I was in aggression mode. I imagine. When asking what had happened, he told us that he'd seen the one and only Rob Beckett. <laughs> he started with the standard "I don't mean to bother you," before being cut off by Rob. With the response, but you do though, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> and that was where the exchange ended. Oh no, I, I, I was I was I was doing that as fun. I was laughing. I had Having seen Rob's Instagram story the following day, all the pieces fell into place. <laughs> no, no, I will. My this is my strategy when I go football. I'll have a photo of you and Salo and all that, but I will give. I will like mess about and give you shit. I didn't yeah. mean that. I, no. I had photos. I had about five thousand photos, mate. It was ridiculous. Oh, all but, social distance, of course. No, it was, it was none of that. <laughs> <laughs> but sorry if it came across as rude. I was only messing about. No, uh, but, he um, says. Uh, I should say that nothing in the world could have offended us after seeing us beat Germany at Wembley. Oh, Love the it. show, guys. Cheers, James I, I'd, Nash. I'd say when I go football, it's it's a considered salt. Yes, it's it's you've a, got to you've got to almost pre-salt, haven't you? Oh yeah, and I, I reckon I said the c word probably about twenty thousand times in a sort of in a in a like a generous fun way. Yeah, yeah. I said it quite a lot last night, and it wasn't in a generous fun way. <laughs> God, right? Let's stop talking about last night. Right, small business shout out. Yes, go on. Hi, Rob and Josh. Thanks for the great podcast. Listening to some good English humour has made me feel closer to home whilst living in Germany. It also gave Ooh. me some much-needed perspective during lockdown by showing me it would be worse with kids. However, the tables have turned, as I am now eight months pregnant with my first baby. Congratulations. Listening to Josh for the past few weeks has been equal parts hilarious and horrifying, so thanks for that. I'd love it if you could give a shout-out to my aunt's toy shop in Billericay, Essex. She specialises in sensory toys for children with autism, Asperger's syndrome, and anxiety-related issues, and spends a lot of time researching and sourcing the items herself. She's so passionate about what she does and her website is to the moon and back toys instagram to the digit moon mums to moon mums on insta thanks so much best wishes from charlotte 
Um, not sure if this will swing it for me, but I've pre-ordered both books. I'd, I've there just read go. that, and it would have swung it for you, um, but he didn't need to. I read it out anyway. No. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, To the Moon and Back Toys. Yeah, because there's not enough good toy shops out there, so go and support the toy shops. Yeah. Kids love a toy shop. Uh, hello. Could you do our small business shout-out, please? We've been running just over a year and would really appreciate it. And then they've done the emoji with the hands like a praying symbol, which oh, is a bit nice. much, yeah. but you know. It's nice you know. to know, nice to know, you know, if there's an emoji there, use it, why not? Exactly, why not? They've, they've used some more in a minute, I'll, I'll tell you what they've used in a minute. Our story is, we invented a, a floating bath tray for kids called Bath Buddy to use in the bath stroke hot tub to enhance playtime. Please check it out if you have a minute, it's www.thebathbuddy.co.uk. The good news is, during tough times, it also doubles up as a floating alcoholic beverage holder. Ooh. And then they've used the red wine emoji, the beer emoji, and the smiling emoji. Oh, love it. Emojied up to the max. Love it. Me and my wife love listening to your show, and we have two kids, a girl aged four, little boy aged 16 months. So you can understand, we have our moments. The podcast helped ease the burden during such tough times. Please keep up the good work. Cheers, guys. That's www.thebathbuddy.co.uk. Wicked. Well, thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back on Friday with a guest. Um, I'm not sure who the guest is. We've got we've done no, a couple we've of We've got good quite ones a few there. in the bank, haven't we? So we'll 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 work that one out. Yeah, there'll be another great interview on Friday, and we'll be back on Tuesday with another one of these. See you then. Cheers, guys. Bye.